It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. The light version of Friday will take it, right? We'll take it. It does kind of. It does kind of feel like a Friday, which is tricking me, because <laughs> some of us do have to come to work tomorrow. Yes, some of us do, but some of us don't. Because some of us are going so- to the worst state. <laughs> Florida for sorry, the best thing. Sorry, sorry, Florida. <laughs> sorry, Florida. To the magic, the most magical and and what? Most unhinged state in yeah, the United States is Florida. Yeah. Go to the heart. It's like Disney World, magical. Anywhere else, they're holding the Florida Man Olympics. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking <laughs> since you won't be here, I might as well ball out. So I think I'm going to do a free ticket Friday tomorrow. There you go. That's a good decision. Jingle I like fest, that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, how was your day yesterday? Anything fun and exciting happening? Yesterday was boring. Today has already been a ride. Since I've been crying since 4 a.m. because I got a call this morning that my best friend just had a baby. Oh. And it's their first. And they live not in St. Louis, so they don't have like a ton of family and friends there. And I was uh, like, I'm so glad I was awake. You know. <laughs> Congratulations to your friend. Caitlin and Michael, shout out. What up? Happy, healthy, everybody's good? Yeah, things great. Awesome. Another milestone coming up in 98 days, your wedding. Exactly. She's growing up. <laughs> Every day I'm going to come back with 97 days. You really 96 should. Days. Count us down. <laughs> we'll do it like we do opening day for the Cardinals. Right. <laughs> uh, we've got Cody Jinx tickets at 8 o'clock with the big three. Just want to say thank you so much for hanging out on this Friday light. We're almost there. We're almost there. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Kelsey Ballerini's making more than music these days. Now she's releasing something that she uses every time before she steps out onto a stage. We know she's worked with CoverGirl in the past, and her signature sparkly stage look is the inspiration for her newest collab with CoverGirl, a collection of glitters called the Exhibitionist Liquid Glitter Eyeshadow. Remy, I know you've been dying to try it. I hear the word glitter, and I am running away. <laughs> the opposite so, direction. Just not a fan. <laughs> you're not a fan of glitter because you feel like you can never get it off. That's true. Yeah, and if if you're wearing it on your face, like say my wife has it on yeah. like as part of makeup, or whatever, and you want to go for a little smooch, and you got glitter all over your mouth, it's weird. Mouth. <laughs> it's, it's except until now when it's gorgeous. Kelsey mm. said, quote, makeup's always been a form of creativity and self-expression. For me, it was an honor to be personally involved with selecting the packaging, the shade range, the shade names, and everything involved. Working with CoverGirl to launch my very own collection, inspired by my favorite holiday looks, is an absolute dream come true. I'm glad she mentioned holiday looks because this is perfect for, like, winter, especially stocking stuffers. These are easy little things to just finish yeah. off a gift. Yeah. Write this idea down if you feel like you're going to need it. Um, And Kelsey's known to do all of her own makeup on her tours and her concerts. So this partnership makes a lot of sense. I feel like we always see videos of, or we used to see videos of her sitting down on her tour bus and doing her own makeup before a big show. Yeah. Man. I'm I'm still on the glitter thing. You can't get past the glitter. But this glitter's not going to come off. I know this because as I was doing my research, somebody asked her like, okay, how easy is it to take it off at night? And she was like, you need two steps. It's like a wipe and a, and a soap. As long as it's two a wipe cleansers. and a soap, then fine. It's not going to come off on your husband. But my wife always says that too. She, she'll hand me things knowing that they, they're shimmery or whatever. She'll be, she'll be like, it's not, it doesn't come off. It, doesn't, it comes off. Every time it comes off. 
and it's on my hand, and then I'm I got one little piece of glitter under my eye, and everybody's like, "Hey, you got glitter on your face, bro." Okay. You should wear that like a badge of honor. You should say, don't you know that this is Kelsey Ballerini's liquid eyeshadow collection? And my Duh. wife was so lucky to receive it from me as a Christmas gift this year. Connor. Remy and Casey. What did the 80s and 90s smell like? 314-699-4766. I saw this meme the other day and it said, what was the smell of the 80s and 90s for you? I guess for you, if you don't remember that, those first five years of your life, you can do like the early 2000s as well, Casey. Yeah. I immediately thought of um, smoking sections at restaurants. My Yeah, my first thought was cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> the smells of the 80s and 90s cigarettes. I was just talking to someone about this recently. How wild was it for like the first half of my life to think about walking into a Denny's and depending on the people I were I was with, yes. I could have been sitting in a cloud. Yeah. Or I could have been sitting 20 feet away from a cloud as if that made it much difference. I always remember whenever we would go with my mom's side of the, like my mom's. Yeah mom and dad, my grandparents on her side, it was smoking. Yeah. My dad's side, we would non-smoking. It's the same with my grandparents. Man, that's crazy. The other part of this for me is going into like fifth, sixth grade into junior high and all of my guy friends and I were discovering colognes. Oh. (laughs) For the first time. And the biggest cologne to have was the Michael Jordan cologne. And we all had it. We all smelled the same. We all went to school smelling the same. The other one was, and this was for uh, a friend that I had a little bit more mature than than us. He had Calvin Klein uh, obsession. Oh, wow. In high school. And it was kind of, uh, I don't know. I just, I would immediately remember everything if I smelled that. I haven't smelled Michael Jordan cologne in so long, but if you gave me a whiff of that, it would just transport me yeah. immediately. I can see like, I can see my schools in my head and I, I totally remember what the cafeteria smelled like. Yeah. The square pizza. The library. I totally remember the like dusty smell of the library. Yeah. Paper. I feel like, I feel like libraries still smell like that. Kind of. Yeah. Even they have, even though they have less books nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> and more like Why? computers. Okay. So <laughs> I do kind of feel this way about a lot of my early memories smell like dust or like cleaning products. Like I feel like a lot of the rooms we were in back then had a stale sort of smell because mm-hmm. every room I walk into now has some sort of wallflower or like yes. a room scent. Yeah. I, th- I think scents have really made a huge jump over the last 20 years. <laughs> That's very true. You mentioned pizza and I think that pizza was such a, a, a huge part of my growing up, like going to Pizza Hut and yeah. doing the buffet and oh, all I that. Oh, I can smell a Pizza Hut. Oh my gosh. What is it for you? Let us know what's that. What's that? Uh, that smell of the '80s and '90s, or I guess the smell of your youth. What is that for you? Your youth. What is that smell of the '80s and '90s that instantly takes you back? I saw this meme the other day, and the the comment section was just packed with examples. Three one four six nine nine forty seven sixty six. That is our text line. The text line actually blew up during uh, that talk, and the one that I go back to immediately is from the six one eight. Cucumber melon. Every lotion or body spray was this scent. Mm. I don't know how many girls I dated in high school and junior high that Bath and Body Works cucumber.
cucumber melon lotion or whatever. And I went to uh, I went to Google to search like what were the most popular scents of the '90s from Bath and Body Works. Yeah. Pearberry was another one that came up, wow. and I remember these <laughs> uh, from the six one eight. The smell of play doh, and uh, the gym teacher's office when you got to help set up games. That's very specific. Smelled like uh, like dodgeballs and like rubber. Rubber, yeah, that's a very <laughs> specific one. Uh, Jerkar Noir Cologne. Uh, for me, it's cucumber melon again. Wow. Strawberry shortcake dolls, uh, warm vanilla sugar, Axe body spray. Yeah. The more mm-hmm. and more I thought about it, the more I was like, I think my scents back then are probably my grandma's perfume, white diamonds. Oh. And my mom also had one that I don't know what it was called, but I remember the bottle and I could, if you put it in front of me, I could probably point out which one it is. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how much you remember as a child, just from scent memory alone. From the 314, the smell of Blockbuster. When you mentioned the smells of the 80s and 90s, my brain went straight to the smell of Blockbuster when you first walk in the store. Mm. I'd have to... Revisit that. that. Carpet. <laughs> it's the carpet. Yeah, that all the all those VHS tapes just kind of hanging out. Uh, let us know on the text line what's that smell of the '80s and '90s that just kind of takes you back. Three one four six nine nine forty seven sixty six. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Ready? The Rangers have won the World Series after fifty two years in Texas, sixty three years of the franchise. The wait is over. The celebration has begun. I think this is cool. Texas Rangers won the World Series last night for the first time in their existence. Oh, they did. Yeah. Good for them. They've been to the World Series uh, maybe a couple times, but they ended up beating the Arizona Diamondbacks five to nothing in game five, winning the World Series. And I love this because it always seems to be like the same handful of teams that yeah. are in this situation. Uh, so I love that the Rangers have won it this year. Uh, Even though they were playing in Arizona, they had a lot of fans cheer their win. Uh, The Rangers do their spring training as a part of the Cactus League in nearby Surprise, Arizona. Texas is such a huge state. Do they represent like all of Texas or like what area are they in? The Rangers? Uh, That's a good question because you've got Houston Astros and you've got, you know, the Texas Rangers. So uh, looking it up now. Yeah. Arlington. So Dallas. Yeah, right. but the the state is kind of split in weird ways. As it, when it comes, it's very much like Illinois with you know Chicago, the White Sox, and the Cardinals and uh, the so Cubs. So it's really just like which one are you a fan? Of? Which one are you a um, inherited fan of? Yeah, most likely. like which one did you grow up watching on TV? Right. Uh, World Series ratings, however, dismal. Game two of the Diamondbacks Rangers was the least watched World Series game ever. Was it like a boring series? Um, like, did you kind of always I know mean, who was going to win? It's really, I think it's the teams. It has something to do with the teams and the populace yeah. of who is watching. But I just think that baseball's kind of seen this decline over the years anyway. Uh, I do kind of feel like unless you live in Arizona, you're not a Diamondbacks fan. Or unless you live in Texas, why 
would you be a Rangers fan? Yeah. Whereas, no offense, I feel like St. Louis maybe is one of those teams that covers a broader area, yeah. and a lot of other teams have that in common. And I think these just maybe don't have that, you like know, fandom. Cardinals, Braves, Yankees, yeah. you know, Cubs, the big, the big ones. Yeah. Uh, average game, or the game averaged eight point one five million, which is half the audience of the Rams Cowboys game on Sunday. It's a regular season NFL game. So, uh, congrats to the Rangers on that win. Legendary college basketball coach Bobby Knight passed away at the age of 83 yesterday, uh, whose Hall of Fame career has highlighted by three national titles at Indiana, one capping an undefeated season, not since matched, and countless on-court outbursts. He was known for his mm. chair throwing and things like that. Chair but he was throwing. he was very he was a winning coach. Uh, he was hospitalized with an illness in April and had. Uh, been in poor health for several years, so uh, rest in peace to Bobby Knight. Blues lost to the Avalanche 4-1. to one. They'll take on the Devils tomorrow night at home. Puck drop at 7. And Thursday night football is Titans-Steelers tonight. Kickoff at 7.15. You can find more on the Facebook page. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. There's a wild conspiracy theory floating around. You may have heard it. That Matthew Perry's untimely death could have been foreshadowed by his recent posts on Instagram. Have you seen this? I just saw the Matman thing. Yeah, so he was a big Batman fan, and he would make these posts online calling himself Matman. And in fact, his last six Instagram posts all had something to do with like the projected Batman logo uh-huh. or him, you know, captioning it something to do with Matman. And a lot of fans were taking that as like a distant cry for help, hoping that somebody would notice his cryptic posts and check in on him. And then a lot of, you know, conspiracy theorists and people online just took it and went wild. And, you know, we failed Matthew Perry, all these things. But then, if you'll remember, whenever the news was released, they also mentioned that he went out to lunch the day before with an actress. Her name was Athena Athena Crosby. Mm-hmm. And there were images of her and people trying to figure out who she was and what she had to do with things. And she says that all of this could not be further from the truth, seeing as she was one of the last people that had spoken to him. She says, quote, He was just really into Batman, even calling his car the Batmobile or the Matmobile. (laughs) She says he was playful in all the months that she knew him, which were really, you know, the last few of his life. And the conspiracy theory that he was pushing subliminal messages by using this superhero reference was totally off. She says that there was a lot of speculation around his death, but from what she knows, while she can only speak to, you know, the things that she is being told and Mm -hmm. uh, passed along is that it was all just a tragic accident and there's no need for theories or fans to worry that anything further happened. Yeah, I think, you know, as as humans, we we need that explanation immediately after something happens. Yeah. And if we don't get it, you then you start making it. things up. And, you know, the toxicology report isn't out it's yet. It's not done yet. I don't even know if it ever will be. Doesn't matter. We lost a legend and that sucks. Yeah. You know? So if you've seen the, because where I first saw this was on TikTok and it, and it did spark my brain because there are six posts back to back to back that are a little cryptic. Yeah. So if you've seen it now, you know, it was no big deal. He's just like anybody else. He's just really into Batman and <laughs> um, it was all just an accident. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. 
Casey, I know you were super intrigued by the DiGiorno Thanksgiving pizza yesterday. I was just, you know, I said I would eat it. We were in the middle of a meeting yesterday with our boss. <laughs> and, and without any fear of disrupting the entire room, Remy looks up and says... Sold out. <laughs> Giorno Thanksgiving pizza is sold out. Gosh, I was on it so much. And it's like the second you step away from your computer, then it goes on sale and then it's gone. You're telling me I tried Taylor Swift. Going to try, try for next Wednesday. Get that DiGiorno Thanksgiving pizza. Well, Baskin Robbins just announced an ice cream flavor called... Ugh. Is it Thanksgiving? Turkey Day Fixins. Gross. Combines flavors of sweet potato... Autumn spice and mixes sweet chunks of honey cornbread and turkey gizzards. Okay, so I'm kidding. There's no, there's no gizzards. Uh, well, okay, well, <laughs> I was gonna say you had me until the gizzards. I don't think turkeys have. Anyway, I think this is not that bad. It's all pretty sweet. Yeah. Cornbread, spice like uh, pumpkin spice, and what was the first thing? Uh, sweet potato. And sweet potato, those are all sweet things. And tart swirls of cranberry sauce. See, all sweet things. Yeah, Maybe it's not I that guess, bad. I, I feel like the pumpkin spice, you can get away with that being in sweet things. You know, the, the pumpkin spice latte and things like that. I feel like pumpkin goes good with those kinds of things. I don't know. You start putting like sweet potatoes and... Do you like sweet potatoes? I'm not a huge like they got to be doused in oh marshmallows and marshmallows and uh, brown sugar. You know, like candied yams. What's up, girl? What you know about candied You're yams? You're not eating sweet potatoes on the reg. No, you no, no, I'm not. Fries, F- French fries, sweet, sweet potato fries. No, not sweet potato fries. If the sweet potato fries come with a solid dipping sauce, then I no, will. No, I will. <laughs> no, no. not talking ranch and marshmallows. I will partake. Look, I'm not you, and I don't go out to my garden and just I think munch. this is, no, you just don't eat vegetables. I, I think this is interesting because normally when companies like this try to make a Thanksgiving flavored thing or a holiday flavored thing, they just go balls to the wall and it's disgusting. Like there is, this is turkey gravy stuffing ice cream. <laughs> so I can kind of appreciate them Corn. here saying, you know, you could <laughs> kind of eat this. Yeah. It's not so bad. So there's a taste test. Uh, one of the TikTokers that also works at a Baskin Robbins uh-huh. and has his own channel devoted to the ice creams and everything. He tasted it and said it didn't taste bad. So. See? Uh, they're also taking pre-orders on their turkey cake, which is not an actual turkey. just okay. looks like a turkey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So That's you know, good. I was you know how Baskin Robbins do, you know. <laughs> Is it cake or is it turkey? <laughs> exactly. Uh, it can be filled with any ice cream. The legs made from sugar cones. It's also lathered with caramel praline glaze, which gives it a, quote, juicy sheen. At least they're out there having fun, you know? <laughs> At least Baskin Robin is out there staying creative, keeping us on our toes. You remember the bubblegum ice cream? Yes. I used to have that a lot as a kid. Remy and Casey. Maybe I'm projecting a little bit here, but... Do we care about Black Friday anymore? 314-699-4766. Shoot us a text message. This is funny you bring this up because yesterday the gingerbread man and I were chatting about we need a TV for the basement. And I said, you know, do we want to wait until Black Friday? We're not in a rush. And he goes, like, why? (laughs) He was like, let's just do it and get it over with. And that was a first moment of like, oh, there is truly no excitement left around it. Yeah. 
Especially if you need a new TV, because I think that's the most like that, that Ideal that's the most thing. prevalent thing on Black Friday is TVs from brands you've never heard of in your life. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> Best Buy starts carrying random brands that are you know here's the 75 inch TV for 50 bucks, 20 bucks just to fill up the building. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like so. There's I did the math. There's four Prime Days now. We had the two Prime Days in July. Uh-huh. That you know, this all originally started with one Prime Day, and then they added a second day, and then they added two more days in October. Yeah. Plus Cyber Monday, you've already got five days of quote Black Friday sales. Cyber Monday is where it goes down now. I don't have to stand in line in the freezing cold outside the coals. I don't have to worry about the woman that's going to elbow me in the face just because she wants that makeup palette more. I don't have to stay up late after Thanksgiving dinner when all I want to do is go home and get my PJs and my stretchy pants and go to sleep. Do you have to do that anymore on Black I can Friday? I just wake up I feel like on you, Monday. Click, click, click. You done. don't physically have to be anywhere on Black Friday either. A lot of those deals are still online and you can just sit at home and get them. That's that. I feel like that was part of the fun for me when I was going to Black Fridays, on, like Best Buy or whatever. You'd show up at one or two in the morning. You'd wait. You'd get the TV or the Xbox or whatever you were looking for. That was part of the fun. That's not even a thing anymore. There was, tell you what, Black Friday, there was a time and a place. And that time ended in about 2015. 2015? I was going to go earlier than that. When would you say? I agree. I'm just giving it. I, I'm just giving it some leeway. Yeah, I'd say probably like 2010 ish is when that kind of started to go out the window. When was the first time that you remember Black Friday shopping? I was probably in seventh grade. So young enough. I mean, early 2000s. I mean, 90s. I got uh, like surround sound speakers and all the things. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm just like not excited about it anymore. Gosh, it was such an appeal. I was like, we're gonna go eat dinner, and then me and my mom are staying up. Yeah. All nighters. Yeah. Going to the mall. We had walkie talkies one year. We we're all like communicating. People got so creative. <laughs> yes. Do you care about Black Friday anymore? Are we are we as hype as we used to be about the biggest shopping day of the year? Because that's coming up three weeks. Talking about Black Friday, if it still matters, like do we even care about it anymore? There's so many prime days in a year. You can get deals anywhere, anytime now, it seems. So are we excited about Black Friday in three weeks? Uh, we go to the text line from the 618. The girls and I still go out and shop on Black Friday. We're not early risers by any means, but we still enjoy it. We've always got family in town from Thanksgiving, so we look forward to shopping together. If you've got a crew, I think it can be fun. Yeah, yeah. If you go out with a bunch of people um, into the chaos that isn't super chaotic anymore because yeah. a lot of people, you've you've uh, you've separated it because a lot of people are shopping online these days. Uh, from the 314, nope, so many awesome deals every day online. Ever heard of Wish.com? Yes. You might not get what you ordered, but at least it's cheap. <laughs> Bestie, if you're shopping at Wish.com, I do not want to be getting a gift a gift from you this year. You should have ordered anything you bought from Wish.com like six months ago if you wanted it in time for Christmas. And to make sure that it wasn't cardboard when it got here. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, from the 636, yes, I, that's how I do some of my kids' Christmas shopping. So, I don't know. It's a good it's a good day to get deals on toys and stuff, I guess, if too. You're, if you're up for also the mentality, like if you know what you're going out into and you're not going to like bitch about it while you're out there, then yeah. yeah, I'm sure it still is a great day for deals. Uh, do you still care about Black Friday? Do you go out, like physically go out and shop on this day? Uh, let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. Remy and Casey.
Today we're playing the big three. We have Laura from Redbud. She's from Redbud, so it's Laura on the phone playing with Remy. Let's go. Would you like to spin a wheel and see what you can play? Yep. Go ahead and uh, we'll do it. Yes. Today we're playing disbanded. 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 So I'm going to describe a country group or band to you of the past who has since disbanded. You're gonna tell me who the group is. If you need help, Laura's on the phone. Okay. I have one additional hint for every question. If you really are that bad, at the end of it, Laura will guess how many you got right. If she's right, then she'll get these Jingle Fest tickets. I'm sorry, Cody Jinx tickets. I appreciate the judgment in advance. Are you ready? I'm ready. Number one, this group is going to make your dreams come true. <sighs> but they don't want to if you don't want to. Mm. I'm going to go to Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, do you want me to read that I again? No help. <laughs> no help. This group wants to make your dreams come true, but they don't want to if you don't want to. Hmm. I'm going to say Rascal Flats. Final answer. Final answer. Yep. Number two. This group toured all over the country. They've probably seen every highway and broken road. Hmm. Aha. Uh -huh. I'm going to say uh, Rascal Flats on this one as well. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I do have additional hints for each one. Oh, I want the hint on A. I want the hint on the first one then. Can we go back? No. We'll Dang go it. back at the end if nothing comes to you. Okay. Rascal Flats for A and B. Number three. If you judge a song by its title, most of this group's biggest hits would all sound pretty morbid. Yeah. The uh, band Perry. Final answer. All right. Do you want to go back to A? I do want to go back to it. I do Feeling want to go back to kind no. on a Thursday, so I'll let you. I appreciate that, and I need a hint. This group is going to make all your dreams come true, but they don't want to if you don't want to. They started out with three members, but inconspicuously lost one along the way. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Was a trio, now a duo. <sighs> Eli Young Band. All right. <laughs> and that's know. that. Laura and Redbud, how many do you think Remy got correct today? I'm going to go with two. Yeah, I like that. I like strong. that. Strong. Confident. Strong, strong to quite strong. Faith. Diddy. Remy. Remy. Let's he run did. through it real fast. Number one, you said Eli Young Band. Mm. This group is going to make your dreams come true. But they don't want to if you don't want to. They had three people in their band at one point? They had two ladies, Jen Nett and another one. Oh. No I one knows know what that. happened to her. It was probably like that like Ryan Seacrest and the other guy from American Idol who just exactly. kept, like after the like, first she season. She was gone before the second single. Wow. But she was in um, Baby Girl. Okay. Interesting. Number two, this group toured all over the country. They've probably seen every highway and broken road. It's Rascal Flats. Yeah. Obviously. Number three, if you judge a song by its title, most of this group's biggest hits all sound pretty morbid because it's the band Perry at If I Die Young, Better Dig Two, mm -hmm. Chainsaw. She back. You lie. At least Kimberly is back. 
Kimberly is back. To some degree. The brothers, no idea. No. What's going on? They're playing Dungeons and Dragons, most likely. Trying to get those knots out of their hair for 2010. <laughs> Laura, you are going to Cody Jinx in August. Let's go. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. I wish everyone was Rascal Flats. You should have done that. Every, Every single, single one of those rascal faults. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Some things to look forward to at the CMAs coming next week. The CMAs are on, I think, November 8th. And something you could be looking forward to is a tribute to an artist that we lost this year, a performance by a pop hip-hop artist. And Carrie Underwood's thoughts. Carrie Underwood and Lainey Wilson are the only two women nominated in a male-dominated Entertainer of the Year category. So it's Carrie, Lainey, mm-hmm. Morgan, Luke Combs, Stapleton. Gotcha. And it's been 12 years since a woman has won the CMA Entertainer of the Year. The yes. last woman who won CMA Entertainer of the Year was... Uh, Reba. No. Taylor Miranda Swift. Lambert. <laughs> Has Miranda Lambert never won it? I actually don't think Miranda has won it. Man. I think she's a big uh, ACM girl. Carrie Underwood has never won it. I don't remember. But she had to share it. She had to share with it with Thomas uh, Rapp. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. That, in 2020. I don't even get me started on that. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a long time since a woman's won. In 2011 was the last time. So we're definitely rooting for Carrie and for Lainey, obviously. Um, but the other guys are Morgan, Luke Holmes, Stapleton. Speaking of those guys, rumor has it best friends Morgan Wallen and Hardy are performing together at the CMAs with a pop hip-hop artist. I was going to have you guess who it is, but you just saw it. I'm excited for this. And um, you you sound like a fan. I Well, I... I, think I don't want to give too much away. You say it, and then and then we can expand from there. Post Malone. Post Malone. Yeah. Yes. And we've seen him kind of dabble in the country side of things over the past couple of years, doing some Brad Paisley stuff. And, and always, he sounds good. Always claiming he's going to make a country album, but never fully giving us too much or never saying too much about it. Yeah. I think he might pull a Taylor Swift and just drop one one day and not tell well. anybody. Um, So maybe we'll get a little glimpse of that in this performance. They're all like the same age. They all have the same vibes thrown around. So I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it will be fun. And a cool video to repost the next day. And finally, you can keep an eye out for Kenny Chesney and Alan Jackson's tribute to Jimmy Buffett as well. The The CMAs are airing next Wednesday. November 8th. There you go. Is this enough to get you to watch it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too easy. It's just too easy to, to catch, watch it the next morning to or to watch the, the highlights. highlights. Yeah. Yes. Catch the highlights and I'll obviously post them to the Facebook page the next day after it all goes down. So follow us at 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey. A couple days after Halloween now, you might have a lot of candy surplus in your house. Casey, I know you and your fiance both bought candy for trick-or-treaters, not knowing that the other one did. Yeah. And then you had a how, how many trick-or-treaters? About five. Five. Okay, so you've so got... So we've got bowls. $50 worth of chocolates in your house. I'd say hundo. <laughs> oh, my God. Totally. Do you want to know how long all that lasts? Yes. Just in case. <laughs> uh, chocolate candy, if it's unopened, will last up to a year. Dark chocolate will last up to two years. Oh. Yeah. For open bags of loose chocolate, cut those timelines in half. So if it, I don't know what, right, like yeah. M&M's maybe or something like that. Yeah. Uh, gummy candy will last six months to a year, depending on how it's stored. Okay. 
sour candy up to a year. If you open a bag, store it in an airtight container to increase its shelf life. And hard candy like lollipops and Jolly Ranchers, they say it lasts about a year, which I find that, I don't know, I just, I feel like Jolly Ranchers and those kinds of things just never expire. Yeah, I think they last much longer than that, and they're just trying to get you to make sure that you dispose or eat them. So this is kind of a PSA for my wife who likes to hoard like Easter candy and things and Uh then eat it for the entire year, maybe. So it does go bad. And I will I will reiterate that when I get home. It does go bad. So if I consume your candy, just know that I am I'm making sure that it finds a home. Giving it a use. (laughs) Yeah, it is a good question to ask how long does the candy last? Because I also had that thought of, oh my gosh, we're never, just the two of us, we're never going to eat through this candy. Yeah. How, like, how much can I get through in the next six months? Again, bring it into the studio and uh, it will be consumed. I promise you that. Yeah. Um, Here's the kicker. Candy corn. Everybody always jokes about how candy corn was made in 1985 and we're still eating the same batch. it's just wax, yeah. How long, Casey, do you think candy corn can last at room temperature? Room temp, sealed, in a pantry. I think candy corn, 100% sugar. I give it like five years. Five years? Sure. Wrong. Three to six months. No, that's... Three to six months. That is wrong. That's what the National Confectioners Association says, though. You think in the back of that Schnooks warehouse, whenever October comes around and they find (laughs) last year's leftover pumpkins, they're like, oh, actually, they're only good for six months. They're only good for six months. That's what they were talking about. The Remy and Casey show, they were saying that. uh, I heard it on radio. (laughs) Did you know if you eat one with a peanut? But, (laughs) yeah, right. I will will say that uh, that... Kind of took me by surprise too. I was like, I feel like candy corn is the is the is what it's you'll the be eating. All be all. Yeah, it's what you'll be if eating. If there was an apocalypse, it'd be exactly. the last thing, the last. Exactly. It's in the it's in the uh, underground shelter. That's for sure. Uh, I'm gonna post this article up on the Facebook page if you are curious on the amount of time that you need. You know, to uh, to have that candy in your pantry. Uh, it's all up there on the Facebook page, 92.3 WI. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thanks to Vincent Kemp, nominated by Kayla Lewis. Vince is our director of nursing at Teal Lake Assisted Living. Vince just had open heart surgery at the beginning of the year. And even though he was laid up for a while... He would still answer his phone if we needed him to answer a small question or whatever it might be. Vince is there. Whether you need to talk to him about work or not work-related things, thank you, Vincent. Vincent, here's your request song. It's the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band on 92.3 WIL. Well, that's all she wrote today on this Friday Light. And earlier in the show, we talked about what the 80s and 90s smelled like to you. And my biggest thing was Michael Jordan Cologne. And cigarette smoke. I was going to say mine is cigarettes. So. <laughs> and, and being asked if you wanted to sit in the smoking or non-section of any restaurant that you go to. Now, you can still get a little hit of nostalgia if you go to any of the casinos in the area. I think right. they still allow smoking in the casinos. It's but. so crazy how that wasn't that long ago, you yeah. know? Someone said uh, Cabbage Patch Kids. And I think if you smell the face of a Cabbage Patch Kid, it has like a very distinct 
smell to it. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Uh, from the 636, also Dracar Noir Cologne. Uh, for me, it smelled like cucumber melon. Everything mm. was cucumber melon in the early 90s. There it is, that Bath and Body Works again. Yep, hairspray in the 80s from the 314. Also from the 314, the smell of Blockbuster. Uh, this person said, when you mentioned the smells of the 80s and 90s, my brain went straight to the smell of Blockbuster when you first walked in the door. And then you realize you failed to rewind your VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you were not kind. You did not rewind. And people will be upset about that. Uh, but if you want to let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766, what are those things that, that, that the 80s and 90s smelled of? You can uh, let us know on the text line there. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 WIL.